0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per
1: line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom It's the Get Right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105. Three the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yes, sir. Alec Medford holding down for you here on this busy Thursday night. Lakers, Warriors having tipped off in Golden State. Meanwhile, we are... Minutes away from the Stars looking to even up their series at one game apiece with the Seattle Kraken. Probably like a half hour if we're keeping it a buck. Well, you know, <laughs> building up the anticipation. There we and, go. For the Stars. Shout out to Peyton Russell. Looking clean. clean in his captain, Jamie Ben Sweater, tonight headed to the American Airlines Center. Don't gas him. Hey, man. He was looking clean. We can be honest. Shout out to Peyton, man, doing his thing on the morning show, Monday through Friday with Sean, RJ, and Bobby. This week, Jane Slater filling in for RJ Choppy, doing a fantastic job. Shout out to Jane Slater filling in for Choppy this week while he's sunburned vacationing right now, wherever he may be. Right now, though, we go to the Diamond Factory Hotline. You can find him on Twitter at 32 EFIS. He is Major League Baseball writer for The Athletic, covering all things MLB. Levi Weaver joining us here on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Levi,
2: what's going on? Reggie, KG, how are you guys doing? Doing Doing even
1: better now that you're here
0: because I've there's been something in baseball that's transpiring that I really wanted to get your perspective on um, more than anything. Which is oh no, don't be afraid uh, (laughs) because if you don't have a great answer, we'll just move on. But um, within this context of the new world order of fast paced baseball with all of the rule changes, we've thought of all the positives, but we haven't thought about the possible unintended consequences and. Uh, the athletic wrote a interesting piece about the uptick in injuries when it comes to starting mm. pitchers. And I'm wondering, do you believe that these things are correlated uh, if there, if there's like causation there, or is this just kind of like an odd happenstance?
2: Yeah. So I I read that story too, and I had to like really lean into my, my eighth grade science brain. Um, and And I just don't think it's a big enough data set to know yet. You know, we've seen jumps and injuries in other years that didn't seem to have any cause. And then, you know, some years it goes down and we don't really know what the cause is. And I think once they really identify the cause, I mean, that's, that's something that teams have been trying to figure out for years now. I mean, Jeff Passon wrote a whole book about it. Um, So I think it's interesting. I think it's something to keep an eye on, but, until I see something that goes, it is because of the time, the pitch clock. And here's why then, you know, if they keep going up, if, if, you know, from 2023 through 2026, where we go, yeah, right around the time they introduced the pitch clock, everything went haywire. Then I think that's probably a big enough data set to go, all right, we need to, we need to take a look at it. But I think at this point, it's maybe in my mind still is not definitive yet. Um, But it is certainly something that I am interested in and absolutely you can guarantee something that big league front offices are interested in.
0: Great answer. Fantastic answer. Thank you for talking me off the ledge because I wasn't (laughs) sure how I felt about it. But with that being the case, like there's been a lot of things that we are kind of looking at really closely because of the change in baseball this season. Has there been any other trends that you have found interesting this early in the season?
2: I love the more stolen bases. I love that they're, uh, yeah, I can't wait. And I think it's going to take a few years for teams to start like built team building based on speed. Um, so I don't know that we're already seeing a big difference now, basically with just teams going, well, here's the guys we had last year. And some of them are fast, uh, as they start bringing in guys, like, I can't remember the name of the guy back in the seventies. It was like a track star and the A's signed him just to be a pinch runner. Oh, and that's one of my favorite stories. And I'm mad that I can't remember his name. Um, so I think that's great. Uh, I also, was that Herb I had, Washington? I think yeah, yeah. I think that's it. So I, it's also fun to me to watch which teams are not participating in the in the, the speed revolution. So we had a we had something in the Pulse today, which is the Athletics All Sport newsletter, about the Twins and the Rockies are basically just not stealing bases. And Chris Branch, who writes the newsletter, looked into it and and he was like, oh, it's because they're all slow, <laughs> <bunch of laughs> slow players. And uh, he asked me, is this, you know, the Twins are pretty good. The Rockies are not that good. Like, what gives? What, What do you make of it? And my answer was, like, I think speed is important. It is a good tool to have. But I think it's obviously behind, you know, pitching, the ability to make contact, the ability to hit for power, defense. I think all of those things are more important than speed. And I likened it to one of those invincibility stars on Mario Kart where, like, if you're good at Mario Kart, the invincibility star is really going to help you. If you're driving in the wrong direction, it, it doesn't matter. You're not, the, the invincibility star is not going to help you. And the Rockies are just simply driving in the wrong direction right now. Um, but it has been a lot of fun to watch. Just the, the, the more attempts, the, the more uh, success at stolen bases, it makes the game more fun, in my opinion.
1: Levi, we have gone through a little bit of this Major League season already. We've seen some terrific performances Uh, teams that have stood out for you have been whom? We know that the Tampa Bay Rays got off to a fantastic start and are playing extremely well. What has been some other surprises positively for you that you've seen through the early stretch of the major league season?
2: Yeah, my two favorite storylines collided this week, and it's been a pretty clear winner. The Rays beat the Pirates twice. Uh, In fact, I haven't checked the scores tonight. I've been at at a – my son's doing a Star Wars – this is way off topic my son's doing like a star wars fencing thing tonight where they're just like beating the crap out of each other with lightsabers Mm. so i haven't checked haven't checked the box scores yet but uh as long as your son's winning it's all that matters yeah yeah i I need to press pause on this answer because i have questions
0: um what kind of are these like the really nice looking lightsabers that are like a hard plastic or are these like the really kind of crappy ones that you know like (laughs) look like a stack of cups
2: it's kind of in between. So my son got like a really nice one for Christmas a couple of years ago and he brought it and they're like, no, nope, if that's too big, you're going to hurt somebody. <laughs> and he's 14 and he's playing against adults. I'm like, I feel like it might even the, the, the score a little bit. Just let him use the big one. Uh, so now they've got kind of slightly smaller ones, but uh, he's, he's like, I can see him through the window. He's lightsabering against like a full grown adult right now. He's 14. It's great. Um so, all of that to say the Pirates. Those have been the biggest surprise for me uh, so far this year. Just, you know, twenty and twelve I think is at, at last glance, they're currently on a four game losing streak, so I don't know, maybe the magic's over, but you know, between Drew Magi and uh Maji, however you say his last, Ralph Macchio and the Pirates. <laughs> it's been a great
0: story. We're talking to Levi Weaver, writer of the the wind up um on the athletic Levi I mean around these parts the Astros are sorry the Astros the <laughs> Rangers no. oh, wow yeah that was a, that's a really bad mess up isn't it um but the Rangers have had a fantastic start but when they have slipped up it has really been you know harrowing as it's you know been bullpen kind of issues at times and sometimes the starters not really delivering the, the way that they want to obviously Bochi's still figuring out the 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 roster and things but like a lot of people talking about the bullpen and like you need to get better at it. And I'm like, you can't really do that until we get closer to the trade deadline and you know what this team is. How does a t- baseball team like philosophically get better early on in the season but without like trading for someone?
2: Man, that's a great question. And the Rangers are not the only ones asking it. Um, they are fortunately in a better position than the other two teams that I saw talk about it this week. Uh, the Cardinals owner and also Brian Cashman, the GM of the Yankees, both kind of said the same thing like we just finished April, like nobody's trading anybody yet. So unless we want to go in like MLB, the show, create a player mode, you're, you got who you got. And maybe somebody from the minor league shows out and, you know, like, like Cody Bradford is having a really good season as a starter. Do you call him up and let him pitch out of the bullpen maybe? Um, But I do think the Rangers, um, you know, it's funny. I said before the season started that I had some questions about whether the bullpen was going to be good enough to really keep up with the rest of the team and you know the idea that they were going to be contenders. Going into the Cincinnati series, their bullpen had the second best bullpen ERA in the game. And I was like, all right, I was wrong. Well, all right, I was right. There's, <laughs> there's been a few a few meltdowns lately. Um I mean, listen, Bruce Bochi is known for being able to operate a bullpen, so he knows way more than me. But I've also watched the Rangers for the last, you know, however many years and covered them for seven years. I don't know that I would put it Jose Leclerc in a high leverage situation right now, and he's shown glimpses in the past where he was dominant and felt like a world beater. But you can almost see it, like when he's in one of those stretches. Like, don't put him in there when he's in a bad headspace, and he's currently in a bad headspace. So it feels like to me that Bochy's figuring that out based on his post game comments the last couple of nights. Um, but I I think they probably need about two more dudes. And we just need, I don't know, maybe the Pirates will fall off and they can trade for David Bednar. I don't know, but they need, they need a couple of, they need strikeouts is what they need. There's too many, you know, Josh Spores is a strikeout guy, but he also gives up too many home runs. Jose LeClerc is a strikeout guy when he's in a good headspace. So is Jonathan Hernandez. Will Smith seems solid. Dane Dunning was solid, but it looks like he's going to be in the rotation now, but was also not a big strikeout guy. And you just need that guy, the the proverbial, you know, Aroldis Chapman, not the literal Aroldis Chapman, um, to just come in and blow guys away and and get those strikeouts.
1: I do want to ask you one more question when it comes to the Rangers because, you know, the big signing that they had in Jacob deGrom and all the money that they gave him. And, of course, now he's on the, you know, 15-day aisle with the right elbow inflammation As you cover the league from a national perspective now, what has been the conversation with the entire Jacob deGrom situation? Is it more so like, look, we knew this was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Or is there more of just wait it out and then what you get from him
2: is what you get from him. Kind of both. It feels like the general consensus has been something along the lines of like, ah, well, yep, there it is. Um, here's the thing he signed for five years and 185 million. And when you look at pitcher contracts and then, you know, we've had a month to watch him now and see what he does when he's on the mound. If he was, you know, 2018, 19, 19, 17, 18, the years that he pitched 200 innings, if he was still a 200 inning a year guy doing the things that he did now, there's no way the Rangers would have gotten him for five years and 185 million. Like the, the risk was based into the con baked into the contract. Um, they basically paid what he's worth. And if he gives you, you know, 120, 130 innings a year and spends a few stints on the IL, that's about what you expected. And that's why the Rangers needed the depth of guys like Dane Dunning and, you know, even uh, from the from the rotation last year, Glenn Otto and Cole Reagans. And the guys you got coming up, ideally uh, Owen White would be ready at some point soon. Like I said, Cody Bradford's having a good year. Kumar Rocker seems to be off to a good start. Uh, and Jack Leiter exists, so uh, they they do need that depth, and I think that's kind of something that they've planned for, and then you just kind of hope you get lucky and the injury is not too bad. So, Levi,
0: real quick before we let you go, uh, Wander Franco had uh, a lot of people hot behind <laughs> his little, uh, I don't even think we can call it a transfer, or like flip on his transfer, because he already took the ball out of the glove and then decided to flip it before throwing on the first. Uh, which I personally found fascinating and I imagine you did as well. Like what other new worlds of uh, innovation and flair would you like to see in a major league baseball?
2: First of all, I want to go on the record of saying, I love that by the way, Um, you know, in basketball, right? A guy gets a breakaway dunk and there's nobody within 30 feet. of him. what does he do? He jumps up and does like a windmill reverse dunk. And it's like, you, you made the game too easy for him. He has to give himself a side quest to stay interested. So like (laughs) that's, It's fine. Let him, let him. and Now, if he fumbled it, then everybody also would have the right to absolutely point and laugh and go, "Ha ha! You hot dogged it and you 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 played yourself." But he didn't. It was fine, and I loved it. And it adds a little flair. I, for one, um, there are two things that I would like to see. One is I would like to see players do more cartwheels when they hit a home run. Just admit that you're happy. It's okay. Do a cartwheel around first base, and you know, slide into home just because it's fun. The other thing is less flair and more to do with an unintended side effect of flair. I was thinking about this last night. So, you know, we've got these new home run celebrations, right? Like the Mariners have the Trident and the the Nationals have like the judges wig. And everybody's got their thing that the players have to put on when they hit a home run. But I couldn't help but remember like a couple of few years ago when Carlos Gomez hit a home run and he pimped it and I think it was Brian McCann was really upset at him. And so by the time Gomez gets home, the pitcher's yelling at him. The catcher's yelling at him. There's a huge kerfuffle at the plate. Everybody's upset. I want to see a batter hit a home run. The pitcher and catcher are upset at him and yelling at him. It turns into a whole thing, and he's just furious, and then he has to go put on a silly hat when he gets to the dugout. That's all I want to see.
0: (laughs) Of course it was Brian McCann. Why would it not be Brian McCann? Um, (laughs) This reminds me of one more thing, because I personally read the windup quite a bit. I love the writing in it. Uh, What is your favorite thing that Grant Brisby has ever texted you?
2: Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know that there's a, we were, we were not sure if we could put the last one actually in the windup. Like we weren't sure he, he referenced uh, Orbit's ostrich. And if you're not familiar, Orbit, the Astros mascot has a quote unquote ostrich that he rides around. And um, I will let you all Google that on your own and determine what it looks like. Oh it no. Came up, it, it came up in the conversation Um and Grant sent me a picture of Orbit writing his ostrich. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if we can put this in there, but I'm going to try it and see <laughs> if anybody takes it out. And nobody took it out. Um, those texts every week, by the way, always run at least 10 or 15 texts longer, and they're always unprintable. And I'm sorry to tease you with that because I'm, all, I'm 100% not showing them to anybody. Um, Grant is one of the best like tornado-brained people in the entire world. I've read him since, I don't know, probably 15 years, however long he's been writing back at SB Nation. I'm a huge Grant Brisby fan. And the fact that I just get to text him every Tuesday now and put that in a newsletter is, uh, it's really funny to me that they just let me do that and i have not gotten fired yet
0: yeah i realized i didn't give anybody else any context <laughs> uh our friend levi weaver here writes the, the wind up it is a new baseball newsletter on the athletic you should read it in one of the subsections in that newsletter is simply texting his colleague grant brisby about whatever he seems to want to talk about and it's always fascinating sometimes baseball related a lot of times anywhere related and yeah. it's 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 really fantastic and it is one of the many reasons that you should read our guy Levi Weaver in the wind up at the athletic
2: I'm so glad you guys like it because I was just certain I've made it a habit not to read the comment section and I'm just I in the back of my mind I'm sure that people are just like what is this this is ridiculous please stop so thank you I, I appreciate that you like the thing that I like the most
1: you can find him on Twitter at three to he is the writer of the wind up the MLB newsletter for the athletic Friend of 105 through the fan and the get right, Levi Weaver of The Athletic. Good enough to join us here covering all things Major League Baseball. Levi, thank you so much for the time on this Thursday night. Appreciate it, sir.
2: Anytime. We'll talk to you guys soon.
1: There he goes. Levi Weaver of The Athletic covering all things Major League Baseball in your home of the
2: Rangers.